Welcome to Scale School, my friends. I'm Dan Bolton, and my purpose here is simple. I wanna help you increase the scalability of your coaching or consulting business so as it gets bigger, life gets better. Here we will be talking everything from getting clients, keeping clients, teams, leadership, but most importantly, making scaling simple and fun again. Thanks so much for tuning in and I hope you get a ton out of today's episode. What is up beautiful humans? In this video, I'm gonna talk about how to sell high ticket offers even without a sales call. Like literally the practical tactical steps that I've used to eliminate sales calls for good and still close 10K plus deals consistently even with people who haven't been following me for very long at all. And so if you're interested at all in uh, exploring what this looks like, maybe you're already selling without calls, you're trying to figure out how to do it better, this guide is for you. And it's literally, I'm not gonna claim it's like the complete only way to do it. This is just what's working for me. You know, since I've eliminated sales calls, I've probably closed 15 to 20 of these deals. And as I'll share in a moment, this is actually looping me back to how I started my first coaching business uh, in selling without calls there as well. And if you stick around to the end, I will also break down the four questions you need to ask yourself in terms of determining whether or not you're ready to eliminate calls. Because I would love to say, hey, no more calls, just like jump into it, go for it. Um, but for many of you, that would kill your business, right? <laughs> and so we wanna be strategic, we wanna be intentional, but there is good news that if you are wanting to free up your calendar, start closing uh, high quality prospects without having to spend hours on the phone, good news, there is a way. And today I'm gonna be sharing how to do that. Now, let me flash back to 2018 for a second. So many of you, you knew I was a youth pastor. 2018, April, I stopped being a youth pastor and I started an agency. And because I'd built up uh, within my community at my church, a lot of people who trust me a lot, they were willing to give me a shot as Dan, the social media marketing agency guy, right? The SMMA guy. And at the start, I had no focus and no real niche or offer whatsoever. I was running ads for a vehicle financing place. I was building a website for a builder. I was managing social media for a grocery store. And because there were so many people willing to give me a shot, thankfully, because I'd kind of, I guess, without knowing it, built somewhat of a personal brand that people could trust over years of working in this church community, I was able to get to that 10K a month barrier that many people struggle after, you know, for a long time within my first 30 days. Now, again, you know that that uh, wasn't down to my amazing sales skills or anything like that. It was really just because people trusted me, they were willing to give me a shot. And so there I was starting kind of my one man band of this social media marketing agency. And over that next six months, uh, two things happened. Firstly, I got better at what I did, thankfully. I was able to uh, keep those clients, get more clients. But the other thing that happened was that many people started to ask me, how do I start an agency like you? And being the typical distracted uh, entrepreneur who was also following a bunch of gurus that was teaching people how to make money online, you know, I, I learned from uh, people like Ty Lopez, uh, and I don't say guru in a bad sense, right? But like Ty Lopez, uh, I think I took an Iman Gadzi course at some point, I was learning from Sam Ovens. The idea of simply packaging my expertise into a course made a lot of sense. And so in January, 2019, I launched my first product, the six figure side hustle, right? How to start a side hustle that makes six figures running simple ads for local businesses. And it started to do really well, but problem number one came, uh, well, there was a lot of problems with that business model, but let me tell you the main one. It was a 997 course, and I was so proud that it was only $1,000, even in the midst of knowing that I could maybe charge more. I was trying to make what I literally was telling people, I'm gonna make the world's best 997, which was 
crazy naive at the time. Um, but there I was trying to make the best thousand dollar course. And so what happened is the first week that I launched it, I launched a VSL and at the end of the VSL was a link to book a call. And I booked 30 calls in my first week. So I sat on a bunch of calls. I didn't enjoy it. I, sold, I enjoyed it for like the first five calls and then I was like, wait a minute. I don't wanna be a sales rep, this is crazy. So I sold a bunch of people into it. And then what I tried to do was I met with a mentor and, and a good friend of mine, Taki Moore, and he sat me down and he kind of showed me how to sell this thing by chat. Now at, at that time, he had a $1,500 product that he was selling via chat, really straightforward process. People would message him or he would message them. They'd have a quick conversation. He'd send over a PDF and they would either reply with like in, out, or have any questions. And so he walked me through this process and it worked super well, full credit to him. I got to 20 to 30K a month. Uh, selling this thing without jumping on sales calls. And so I had ad that ran to a group. So I started a group in like uh, January of 2019 or February of 2019, add to a group, people would watch like a short case study video and then would have a conversation and I would sell via chat. And it was going super well. Fast forward to 2020 after I'd kind of done that and a few other different projects, I then relaunched uh, or launched for the first time a high ticket program called the High Ticket Club, right? Real super creative name. And I didn't even think for a second that I could sell at the point at that point it was a $5,000 program via chat. I was like, there's no way, you know, maybe for 1500, maybe a thousand dollars, people will be able to buy it through a PDF and all that kind of stuff. But I have to build a, uh, you've got to build a sales call funnel and book calls. And basically that was my life for the next almost two years. We were, um, I was taking a lot of calls and then I had built a sales team. You know, at one point we had six people on our sales team with three sitters and three closers. Many of you might know the story. We took that program from zero to $347,000 cash 16 months later, not in total, but in a month, 347,000 cash in a month. And so we grew that rapidly. But one of the things I started to really despise about six or seven months ago was this whole idea of having to keep salespersons calendars full. And I knew for sure I wasn't about to jump back on the calls. That was not on my cards. And I also was getting really frustrated with this whole idea of uh, doing it myself or just selling via a sales call at all. And I'd heard rumblings of a couple of people that were kind of outside of my scope, you know, that were kind of doing things on Instagram and selling really high priced uh, offers coaching and kind of mentorships and masterminds via chat. And it kind of reignited this, this question to me, like, can I do this? Like, can I just eliminate sales calls again for good? And over the last uh, two and a half months or three months, I've eliminated sales calls altogether and I've continually enrolled clients, sometimes as much as kind of six and two or three days all without having to jump on a sales call. And what's also important to note is I'm not spending like 45 minutes going back and forth with people because that's I think misconception number one is they think, oh, if I'm selling via a sales call, I'm having the sales conversation in chat. And you might be having to do that if you set it up the wrong way, but if you set it up the right way, it truly is a couple of questions back and forth to make sure they're qualified and are a fit and have the problem that you can solve. And then you send over some information, maybe there's a couple of simple questions on the back end and people are either in, they're out, or maybe it's kind of a later thing. And this is blowing my mind to the extent that I, I could never see myself going back on a sales calls. I could never see myself building a sales team at least anytime soon. And so I wanna share with you the three biggest keys that have allowed me to eliminate calls for good. Again, I'm not claiming to know everything about closing without calls. I have so much to learn. I'm always looking to improve. But this has allowed me to scale to, in this last month, doing 100K cash at 95% profit all without having to jump on a single sales call. So number one is this idea of core identity 
content. Now, if this is the only thing you take from this video, it's going to be well worth your time. So core identity content was a term and kind of a concept that I learned from the great Frank Kern from this incredibly blurry video that he did at a conference, like a recording of him speaking at a conference. It's two hours long. I think it's like from 2006 or 2007. And in that, he talks about this idea that there is a, everyone has a shell identity and a core identity. And the shell identity is typically how most people live their lives. It is the person that we portray to the outside world. It is, it is, uh, you know, most people that we know and, and friends and family in our space, maybe it's even you uh, or it's been you in the past where you choose the safe path, right? You choose the predictable path. It might not be the thing you want to do. It might not be the thing you feel called to do, but you're, you're, you're getting the job at the bank. You're becoming an insurance broker. You're becoming a real estate agent, whatever it is, right? You're living out the shell identity, which is, which is not living your calling, not being true to yourself, but just going like doing the things you know you're supposed to do. But the problem is, is that within the midst of a shell identity, everyone has a core identity. There is the job that they're doing and there is the job that they want to do. Another way to say it is, there is the person we are and the person we dream of becoming, this aspirational identity. And the mistake that a lot of coaches make when it comes to creating content is we just create informational expert style content. So if we think like this is John and John is your ideal client and John is in a situation he doesn't wanna be in and the goal is for John to be in a situation he does wanna be in. And we think that John's problem is he does not have enough information, right? He's not educated enough, right? That's like the Western mindset. It's like, let's just like throw them in school and just like get them to memorize things. And so a lot of coaches create content from that place of like, I just need to educate John. And so we put out content and we go like the six benefits of cod liver oil, right? If you're in a weight loss coach, it's like the three reasons why you should do fasted cardio, the five keys to losing weight sustainably. And all those things are fine and dandy, and good, but the problem is that is not John's ultimate challenge when it comes to becoming the person he was born to be, right? It's deeper than just the information. He needs to shift beliefs, not just fill his head with information, but to shift beliefs. And instead of educating John, we need to influence John. And the key to influencing John is speaking beyond his shell identity to his core identity. So here's what I mean. Recently, the biggest shift that I've had in my marketing is I've realized that rather than me speaking to coaches who wanna get clients more consistently, who wanna scale up, I'm speaking to coaches that I'm trying to attract, their values, their beliefs, their core aspirations. So for many of the people that I'm working with, the many of the people that I'm trying to help and reach, maybe even you, is that I know that you want to have a massive impact, but you wanna do it without having freaking 50 hours of calls a week on your calendar. You wanna do it without sacrificing your health, without sacrificing your relationships. You wanna make amazing money, but without having to scale 60, 70, 80 hours a week, building out teams of dozens of people. Now, if you do want that, that's amazing, but you're not my audience, right? <laughs> the people that are my audience want things that are similar to my core identity. And that's really the key here is that when we get in touch with our own core identity, right? The person and the values that we, we carry, we then can speak to other people from the place of our values, trying to attract people with, with the same values. And I'm hoping this isn't getting lost on you. So if you were to look at my content and even a video like this, there would be some people who would never consider selling via DMs because they would assume that's gonna get in the way of their massive plan to scale. And you know what? In some cases, it totally will which means this video is not gonna to speak to that person. Even if they're a coach who has the problem that I can solve, who wants that 50 to 100K a month in profit that I help people get because the values are not aligned. 
In other words, this piece of content is not speaking to their core identity. And so what's really important to understand about your content is it has to go beyond the head and it has to, as, as woo-woo as it sounds, it has to get into the heart. You have to not just educate people, you have to influence people. And you do that by speaking to their core identity, which is their values, that their beliefs, the aspirational person that they are trying to become. So that is number one, is you need content like that because that kind of content pre-sells people. And this is the big key here, is many people think the key to selling in DMs is having a super epic script or a super fancy PDF, and I'm here to tell you it's neither of those things. In order to be able to sell via DMs, people need to be pre-sold with content that speaks directly to them, that lets them know that you are the guy or you are the girl that they are looking for that will help them get to the next level and help them become the person that they feel like they were created to be. And if that sounds woo-woo and kind of out there, I'm here to tell you that that is the reason that my marketing is working so well within my little sphere of the internet and maybe the reason why yours isn't converting so well because you're speaking to the head, but you need to speak to the heart. So the key is core identity content that speaks directly to who someone deep down feels like they are and, and who they want to become, right? And it pre-sells them to the point that they go, I need to learn more from this person. I need to work with this person because I feel like they know me better than I know myself. And I feel like they might be able to help me become this person that I feel like I was born to be. Sounds intense, might sound fluffy to you, but it 100% works. I challenge you to try it, okay? So that's number one, core identity content. Number two is becoming known for a unique method or mechanism, right? Or a unique model, right? Model, method, uh, method, mechanism. All of those things are incredibly key. If we take the analogy of weight loss for a second, uh, there's this incredible book called Breakthrough Advertising. It talks about the five stages of market sophistication. I can't even remember them all off by heart, but basically what it's saying is, the more saturated a market is, the more a unique mechanism needs to be present. So for example, imagine the first time in human history that someone discovered that you could help someone intentionally lose weight. Because for a long time, it probably wasn't as simple as like, oh, you don't eat, you don't eat this or you eat this or you eat a lot of this or not a lot of this or, or calories in, calories out, right? Thermo, thermodynamics or thermogenesis or whatever it's called. The science wasn't wasn't up there. What I'm trying to say is there would have been a time where someone could say to someone else, I can help you lose weight. And that person's response would be like, really? Are you sure? And, and, and it's such a new idea that that's the only claim you need to make. Then what happens is the more people who are making that claim, you now need to amplify the claim, right? Now it's not just, I will help you lose weight. It is, I will help you lose weight. Uh, I will help you lose 10 pounds in 30 days, right? And then it's not just 10 pounds in 30 days. It's 10 pounds in 30 days using the ketogenic diet, right? And then it's not just, I help people. It's, I help single Latino mothers lose 10 pounds in 30 days using my anabolic fasting method. Now, don't let me lose you for a second. This is a really important concept to understand when it comes to un understanding that some markets or most markets these days are very saturated. You can't just go out into the market and be a coach like me and say, I will help you grow. I will help you get clients. It needs to be nuanced. You need to carry a mechanism, a method, a model. And a couple of things that have worked phenomenally well for me, and then I'll share what's working well right now, is over the years, we have talked about different things that have really helped us attract clients consistently. When I first launched in 2020, that, that program I was telling you about, the High Ticket Club, the thing that we we're talking about was this idea of the hybrid method. There were coaches that were saying, you need to scale with paid advertising, and some people going like, we'll get you six, seven figures, all organic, right? 
And I was in the market being like, why don't you just combine the best of both worlds? And so we had this unique method where you could grow your friends list organically and then run ads to your friends list. Now the bummer thing is that doesn't exist anymore, but back then it did. I discovered it uh, and then I taught it and that became our method, the hybrid method. Fast forward, we then used groups because remember back 2019, I started using a group, was making great money. We refined that system and now we helped people make money with groups. Over time, that became known as the automated group funnel. And so we were helping people get to 100K a month using the automated group funnel. Well, why am I sharing this? Because when you can own a method or a mechanism or a model, you become number one, known for it. And number two, it helps you stand out because you, when people are going like, how are you different from XYZ coach who's also promising the same result? You say, well, we have this model that when used correctly, helps you get to that result without this obstacle, this obstacle, this obstacle, without having to send cold DMs, without having to work 60 hours a week, without having to hire a team of 10, whatever it might be in your market. And these days, one of the things that, that I've been uh, playing with, this kind of idea is I've developed this coaching model that is working phenomenally well for me and clients, and I, I just haven't really known how to talk about it until recently, I just started talking about the new era coaching model. And what's really interesting is when you start to name things, and, and you're not just making words up, this is the mistake a lot of people make. <laughs> you don't just like make a phrase like the acquisition loophole inception funnel, and it just means nothing. You want it to mean something, but when you capture an idea with a word or a phrase, it starts to stick in people's minds. And so even today, before shooting this message, I've got three DMs saying, hey dude, tell me about the new era coaching model. Hey, how much do I have to pay to learn uh, how to implement this new era coaching model into my business? And so now people are saying my phrase back to me because it now is starting to mean something to them. That the more I talk about what I'm up to online, the more I, I share my content and I encapsulate it in this new era coaching model, people are reaching out and asking about it. And so one of the ways to be able to sell in the DMs is to not only pre-sell people with content so they feel like they're connected with you, they feel like you understand them, they feel like you can help them become the person that they wanna become, they now understand how you think, your values, your process, right? If you are a weight loss surgeon, you're getting people who have come to you uh, because they don't want to diet and exercise. They want your process, which is like suck out the fat, or <laughs> however it works. But because you've become known for the process, you're attracting people who are attracted to the process. And as you become known for something, you attract people who are already pre-sold, not only on you, but on the way that you get results. And this is a really big key, because if you're leaving all of this up to the DM process, you're now having to educate people, you're now having to like send them 27 links, to like different videos and things like that, rather than having consistent content that speaks to their core identity and speaks about your unique method, model, or mechanism, okay? Number three, and this is really, really key. This is from the book, $100 million Offers, that I think is behind me somewhere in this pile of books. Um, many of you will have read that book. It's a fantastic book. And there are four questions that summarize the importance, uh, the, 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 summarize the four questions you need to answer to have a Grand Slam offer. And, and this is the really specific part is that when someone is messaging you, we don't just send a voice note and tell them what the offer is. We don't just go back and forth. We typically put it in like a Google Doc, a PDF, a Notion Doc, something like that. Now this isn't a super sophisticated sales page. Again, so imagine someone's reached out, they say, hey, Dan, can you tell me more about the new era coaching model? I would love to work with you. So I go back and forth, ping, like ping pong, couple of questions just to make sure they're qualified, they have a problem that I can solve. And then I say, 
you know, if you'd like, I can send over all the information of what I'm up to. And then you can let me know if you feel like this could be what you're looking for. Then I drop the link. And in this link is a PDF that is answering four questions. And even if you do not sell via DMs, and you sell via a sales call, this, if you learn to answer these questions well, your offer presentation, your conversion rate will crush. These are the four questions. Number one, what is the dream outcome? Number two, how will I know it's going to work? Number three, how long will it take? And number four, what's required of me? Now, I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on these questions, but the first piece here, what's the dream outcome? This should be simple, but in many cases, it is not. In the coaching business, we can kind of, I was trying to search for a metaphor here, but it's like make mountains out of molehills, right? It's this idea that even though there are some things that people might want, we major on them even when they might minor on them. So let me give you an example. When I'm selling to people, right? They might have a number of aspirations, right? They want to make more profit. So we talk about getting to 50 to 100K a month in profit. We talk about reducing hours. We talk about, you know, having a lean team, one offer, all of that. But in that, they also uh, might want to simplify their, their software. They want to like eliminate expenses, et cetera, et cetera. They don't want to take four vacations a year. It would be silly of me to lump all of those things into the dream outcome as if they're all equally important with one another. The reality is they are not. And there is one dream outcome above everything else that trumps what my clients want, which is 50 to 100K a month in profit. There are other things that matter, but there is one dream outcome. For you, you need to be able to unequivocally state to your prospect, this is the dream outcome, right? And it needs to align with exactly what it is they want. Okay. So that's number one, dream outcome. Number two, how will I know what's going to work? Now, this is two things. It's uh, around risk and it's around credibility. The risk factor is someone's coming to you and they're saying, well, how would I know this is going to work for me? And so that pulls on things like social proof. Maybe you're using a guarantee of some kind, which I'm typically not a fan of in a lot of cases, but I'll leave that for another video. Uh, it's also around the confidence they have in the process you talk about. So when I tell people, hey, we have this new era coaching model. This is the results it's getting for me. This is the results it's getting for my clients. It not only puts their trust in me, they start to see how this might work for them because they're seeing how the model works in action. And so the more social proof I post, the more social proof I share around how this is working in real life, the more confident they feel that this could work for them. And so you have to go to answer that second question. How will I know it's going to work for me? Number three, how long will it take? This is a fascinating uh, oversight for a lot of coaches is they go, hey, I'm going to get you to 10K a month to 100K a month. I'm going to help you lose 30 pounds. And the question the prospect is asking is like, how long do you think it might take? And our response is typically as crap is like, well, how long is a piece of string? You know, like we've got clients who got in a month and other clients that have taken seven years and have still never got it, right? And so what we try and do is we future pace it in such a way that we talk about it like, hey, if we do all the, the right things, you show up, I show up, this is kind of what the timeline could look like. And what we're not doing is locking ourselves into a guarantee or an agreement that we're promising people saying, in 30 days, you're gonna hit 10K, in 90 days, you're gonna hit 100. You're simply saying, all going well, I think this is what the journey could look like. And this is a massive oversight for a lot of people, but when I send my document, or when I, when I was on a sales call, this was a key part, I would say like, after the first six weeks, here's where whereabouts I think we could be. After the first 90 days, this is where I think I could be. After the first 12 months, I think this is kind of what we're working towards. And obviously you wanna make sure that it matches what you can deliver on and the expectations that the prospect has. And number four, what is required of me? This is very simple, but it's often overlooked, which is that we need to make clear the path 
for uh, people working with us. If we understate what's required of them, what we do is we set up our clients to fail. If we overstate it, uh, obviously it's gonna sound like a terrible idea. Hey, you know, you just need to like work really hard and like sacrifice everything and <laughs> never go out at night whatever it might be. So you just wanna make sure that you realistically frame the expectation of like, uh, this isn't easy, but it is simple. It's gonna require work, but it's gonna require less work than if you do it your way because this system you know, is set up in such a way that boom, 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 like benefit, 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 etc. So you wanna make sure that you're answering the question, what is required of me? Now, this video is already going longer than I intended to, but let me quickly recap and then I'm gonna go over the four questions you need to ask yourself when it comes to deciding whether or not you're gonna eliminate sales calls for good and step into the, the kind of good life of selling without sales calls, okay? So the, the first thing is core identity content. Everyone has a shell identity and a core identity. Our content cannot just speak to the head, educating people. We must speak to the heart and influence people. And we do that by speaking not just to the result that people want, but by to the person by uh, speaking to the person that that the prospect is trying to become. Number two, we need to become known for a unique mechanism, method, or model. People need to understand how what we do, the process we take people through, is different and better than all of the other options out there. And then number three, our sales process itself, whether we're sending a PDF or we are on a sales call, we need to answer the four question four questions: What is the dream outcome? How will I know it's going to work? How long will it take? And what is required of me? Now, without further ado, there is no set state or formula that is required to sell without a sales call. But here would be my advice friend to friend. Because I think for many of you, if you just wake up one day and you go, I'm sick of sales calls, no more sales calls, I'm gonna sell via DMs, and you don't have everything I just talked about in place, then there's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a tough ride, <laughs> I'll just say that. I've seen people try it, it's not that simple. Uh, you do need to make sure that you have a few things in place. Okay, so outside of the, the things I've just mentioned around core identity, unique model, and having those four questions really dialed in your offer, the first thing that I think you might need is cash in the bank. Now, simply put, when you transition from sales calls to selling via DM, you might take a dip in revenue. In fact, it's it's more than likely while you figure out this process of like pre-selling people with your content, your sales process in the DMs. And so you wanna make sure that you're not stressed out of your mind, that you actually have cash in the bank so that if a sale doesn't go through or 10 sales don't go through, you are not sweating. The second thing is connected to that, which is your profit margins. You do not wanna be in a state of flux uh, where you know your profit margins are really thin and then all of a sudden you go, you know what, I'm just going to uh, you know blow things up on the sales call front and I'm gonna sell via DMs. You wanna make sure that your business is positioned well again so that if you have lower intake of clients initially, you can weather the storm, not just from your personal cash side or from the business cash side, but from the actual margins. It needs to make sense from that perspective. The third thing, again, connected to money is recurring revenue. I had a client join this week and they gave me the funniest feedback on the onboarding call. They said, dude, when we were chatting in DMs, I realized that you really didn't care whether or not I signed up or not. He's like, I realized that you didn't need me at all. And that made me want to learn from you so that I could get to the exact same place that you are. And I thought that was the funniest feedback because it is 100% true. My recurring revenue is at a place that like if someone comes back or the next 20 people come back and say like, I'm not in, I am not stressed at all. My business is wildly profitable even before any sale comes through in any given month because of where my recurring revenue is at. That's what we focus on so 
much in the new era coaching model is high levels of recurring revenue, but you just want to make sure that you're set up in such a position where again, cash, profit, recurring revenue is not going to be having you sweating about every single DM that you're sending and kind of being terrified about whether a sale is going to close or not. You want to have margin. You want to be in a place of strength so that you can kind of experiment and trial with how to dial this into your business and you don't feel rushed or scarce in the process. And the number four, and this is the absolute most important thing, the most important thing that you need to ask yourself before you transition from sales calls to selling via DM is just like, is this something you want to do? And I mean that in the sense of like, if this is something you're like, this aligns with me, this is exciting, I would love to have a business that I don't have sales calls in, then I would say like, that's a good reason to just like figure out how to go all in on this sooner rather than later because you do not have to sell with sales calls. Now I can't, I can't speak to like selling 30, 40, $50,000 packages via, via chat. I'm sure it's possible. I'm sure I'll figure it out. I don't have that, uh, you know, I don't have that, that capacity. What I can say is that I sell $10,000 plus coaching packages all the time via chat. And I also sell them knowing that the lifetime value is much higher because people typically stay a lot longer than their initial term. So while I'm only asking for a 10, 11, $12,000 commitment, I know that I'm really making a 15, 20, $25,000 sale because of the way that people stick with me on the other side. But I'm sharing this to say, you need to have full conviction that this is the direction you want to take your business. This is not a lighthearted uh, kind of like, I'll just try it out for a weekend. You really want to go all in. And, and it might come from a place of pain, which is that like you look at your calendar or, or you, you think about managing a setter and a closer and all of that, and you just want to puke, right? Or it's just like a deep desire to simplify your business and kind of build a business that you're really excited to run, which is totally what it has been for me. And so at this stage, I'm still handling all the DMs in my chat. If you ever chat to me, uh, there's never someone pretending to be me. It's 100% me. And right now it is very sustainable. I spend maybe 20 to 30 minutes a week getting back to prospects. It's a very simple process. Maybe eventually I, I have someone else do it. And I, I'm very confident that I'd be able to get them to sell in the DMs without needing to jump on calls using the same model. But right now it's all me. It's very simple. So I'm hoping this video has been helpful. If you have any questions at all, feel free to drop them below in the comments. This, I cannot overstate what a beautiful and powerful change this has been for me. I've never loved my business more than I do now. And a huge part of it is simply because I don't have to jump on calls and I don't have to manage anyone who is jumping on calls. And so feels amazing. I wish that kind of feeling for you too, even if you continue to sell via calls. Um, whatever feels right for you, I hope that you're building a business that you're really excited by and is fun and fulfilling and all of those good things. Anyway, enough from me. This video has gone on longer than I intended, but I hope it was helpful and I'll catch you in another video. See ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of Scale School. I hope you found something valuable in today's episode. If you haven't already subscribed, go ahead and do that so you can be notified every time we drop future episodes. And if you and I have not already connected, feel free to track me down on any one of the social media platforms. My big head and smiling face are no doubt going to be there. And you can just search my name, Dan Bolton, and we can connect there. But thank you again for tuning in and I'll see you in a future episode.